I'm Phil Rickaby, the host of Stageworthy, and this is the podcast's 100th episode. Stageworthy is a podcast about Canadian theatre makers featuring conversations with actors, directors, playwrights, and more. And since 100 is a major milestone in the life of any podcast, I'm celebrating this week with some audio excerpts from some of my favourite conversations from the past 100 episodes. I'll be posting these all week on Facebook and Twitter, where you can find Stageworthy at StageworthyPod. My guest for this 100th episode is my friend, actor and singer Sarah Lynn Strange. Sarah spent this past summer working in three shows, starting at Waterloo, performing and singing in the rain with Drayton Entertainment, and then in Port Hope, performing in My Fair Lady and Beauty and the Beast with Port Hope Festival Theatre. And you'll be able to see her again in December in A Christmas Story at the Sudbury Theatre Centre. So this summer, yes. uh, you spent like the whole summer in Port Hope. Um, no, I so I started my summer in March. Mm-hmm. Question mark. Yeah. Um, yes, because it was April, May, June, mm-hmm. July, August, September. Um, so first I did Singing in the Rain with yeah. Drayton. So that was okay. in Waterloo. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, St. Jacobs County Playhouse. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't um, sure if they were both Drayton theaters, but... No, Drayton was only for Singing in the Rain, and then right. I went to Port Hope Capital Theater mm-hmm. to do My Fair Lady and Beauty and the Beast. Nice. Yeah, nice. like a full seven months of work. That's that's pretty impressive, yeah. Is this your second season with doing something with Drayton? You did yeah, the I did the panto. panto a couple years ago. I didn't yeah. do anything last season with Drayton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this season, Singing in the Rain, which was glorious. And who were you in Singing in the Rain? Uh, Dora Bailey. Oh, of course you were Dora Hello Bailey. Hello out there. This of is course. Dora Bailey talking to you in front of Carmen's <laughs> in Hollywood. Mm. Da, da, da. Um, yeah, she's a nut bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. When we tried on the costumes, they gave me this uh, beautiful floor length, like um, crushed velvet floral yeah, yeah. 19. 19- 20s it was spectacular and i looked and the name tag like was they had borrowed it like from stratford festival mm-hmm. i said to the costume lady i was like well this is about as close as i'm ever gonna get to stratford been doing lots of musicals yeah they have yeah they like younger dancers question mm-hmm. mark mm. Like, unless you're an established name, and I'm not established. Mm. I'm working on it. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta work at it, slog away. Yeah, yeah. like a Mervis show would help. Yeah, that would be, that would be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. If only Mervis was producing more shows than they were touring in. Like, you know, Come From Away would have been nice. Yeah, it would have been nice. Yeah, I mean, that'd be <laughs> just a little show, just like Come casual, From Away. Just a casual, just a year-long one. contract yeah. in my own city. Sure. Like, no big deal. No, no big deal. 90 minutes, no yeah. intermission. Yep. <laughs> Just casual. Just a little thing. Woman in bed by 10. Totally. <laughs> totally. Just a little show. Just a tiny. It's not like anybody cares about it or anything. <laughs> Just casual. Just a casual musical. Yeah. I think that's the only one they're producing this year. Oh, sadly. They're yeah. doing a co-pro of Fun Home with Musical Stage Company, yes, which is going to be amazing. Cynthia Dale's playing Helen. <clears throat> nice. And that's going to be amazing. Nice. 
Yeah. yeah. No, I totally want to see that because Fun Home was was on the list before Hamilton oh. obliterated um, my desire to see anything else. It's a beautiful show. Uh, yeah. Did you see it? Um, no, but I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To it yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Added Helen to my dream role list, which well, I don't know if I'm aging past, question mark? Well. Whatever. Doesn't matter. No. Doesn't matter if you age past as long as people believe you can play it. Truth. You know, there's still, Truth. like, really old people playing, like, Romeo and Juliet. Well, Shakespeare's a It's hard to believe, like when the when the geriatrics are coming out, like trying to pretend they're thirteen. It's a little, Ooh. yeah. But you know, there's been people playing those roles to the sixties, yes. so you know, true, yeah. True. Um, so, so uh, I was also miscellaneous wardrobe lady. Okay. Yes. Um, I can't remember what I named her. She had miscellaneous wardrobe lady yeah. in Singing in the Rain. Yeah. So I, I like, I can't remember what character name I gave her. Okay. But was she, did she, what does Miscellaneous Wardrobe Lady do? Miscellaneous Wardrobe Lady um, basically just fixes and fawns after, uh, (laughs) uh, what's her butt? Because it was three contracts ago and now right, I can't right, remember right, right. their names because um, I'm a terrible, oh, what's terrible your, human. What's your fucking name? I love the movie. You'd think I could remember uh, her name. The, the, Dawn and Kathy and the other... Uh, the one that talks about... Lena Lamont. Lena Lamont. Okay. Lena Lamont. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, Jamie Armstrong played it and she was brilliant. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> yeah, very, very funny. Um... So I basically just fawned after her, but I was also on the bitter bus. Like, I made strong acting choices. <laughs> she just hated her life. Okay, well. She was from New Jersey and hated her life. Well, technically, if you if your job was to fawn after Lena Lamont, you probably um, you would hate your life. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And so you, you did that show? Uh, yeah, I finished that. Mm-hmm. I actually had a really neat moment um, while doing that show. You know, like, you're moving a set piece. Yeah. And you're like, I went to theater school. I'm moving a set. Um, I I just got a little like, uh, yeah. Oh God. And it was during tech. Um, and we were sitting backstage and, uh, they, you know, cue rain and it rained on stage. Mm -hmm. And as it was starting to rain and you could hear the rain on the stage, like the, that the beginning of the pitter patter. Yeah. And, um, the, the orchestra started and then Tim, was playing Don started in on the doodle 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 and I was like it was like magic and I stood in the wing and just sort of wept and I was like oh theater magic like it filled my heart I went I went to the I was like oh this is great yeah this is exactly what I needed I needed a little bit of theater magic to get my heart in the right place you know yeah yeah it was really neat yeah yeah it was really neat that's cool I mean that's the thing is like people don't expect rain in a theater yes and so when you can do it it's like yeah like and you know you can't really do that particular song if you can't make it rain yes i think a lot of audiences are expecting like oh sound effect and then like they'll pretend it's rain right and they'll do the lights with the thunder and the lightning and all that but if you can't make it rain like and it was actual rain yeah it was brilliant that's nice yeah it was brilliant so i needed that i needed a little bit of that like yeah eight-year-old's me being like oh, theater magic. Did you have a relationship with Singing in the Rain before this show? Um, I actually saw it for the first time in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every now and then Cineplex Odeon does that. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're gonna play a classic. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, ten bucks. Um, so I saw it in a movie theater. 
with Katie mm-hmm. and Ben, I think, and uh, Esther. Yeah. And Arthur, I believe. Um, oh, God. A few years ago. Yeah. And that was the very first time I had ever seen what? it. I know. What? I know. I it's, know. I'm fired. It's like a per- the perfect movie musical. It is the perfect movie musical. Right? Yes. Yes. And then hearing all of the, like, the backstage drama. Mm-hmm. How yeah. um, he didn't want Debbie Reynolds. Yeah. And was awful to her throughout yeah. the filming. And how they filmed that entire scene in one take. Yeah. The, um... Oh, God. Oh, uh, the Broadway Rhythm? Or which no, one? No, the one with the couch. Oh, uh, that good, morning. The, the good morning. Good morning. Yeah. 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 Fucking, yeah. I know. Like, well, so I mean, he was yeah. like a stickler for that sort of thing. Yes. So, it's, you know, they didn't have great. any way to blend the film the way that we do now. So you could, yes. like, fake not doing a, like, yeah. a single take. You know? And Cosmo's, um, oh, God. Make him laugh? Make him laugh was all one take. Yeah. Too. That's crazy. And I don't know how he did that because. Actually, no, I do, because he went to the hospital after. Legend has it. That oh, wow. He was like, well, he's throwing himself. I mean, that was like a concrete floor that he's throwing yes. himself onto. There's not yes. a sprung floor in that studio. So he yeah. was like throwing himself around, and then they did it, and then they made him do it again. And he yeah. was like, they made him do it again. And then he was like, I think we're done. <laughs> and I need to go away. Yeah. And I think he spent a couple of days in the hospital because of that one. Wow. Yeah, you know? It's, yeah. Yeah. See, that's brilliant. Yeah. So I had never seen it before. Huh. And then that was my first time. And then I got the offer and I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you went from there. I went from there. I had a couple weeks off in mm-hmm. between. And then I started rehearsals for My Fair Lady mm-hmm. with uh, Port Hope Capital Theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I was playing Mrs. Ainsford Hill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got to be very, very British. Yes. Um, I was on stage for 17 minutes, 21 seconds, and 34 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a three-hour, 15-minute musical. Uh-huh. Um, I, I know the exact timing because I actually had one of the stagehands um, stopwatch it for me, <laughs> um, which, which was very funny to me. Um, I held a contest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With the artistic directors, okay. okay. I held a yeah. contest. Um, Five dollars bought you a guess as to exact time that I was physically on the <laughs> stage. Um, uh, fi- and it was 50-50. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the winner got half the pot <laughs> and the other half I donated to the Actors Fund right. of Canada. And uh, <laughs> um, Kyle Galemba got it right. Uh-huh. I think he guessed 1921. 19 minutes, 21 seconds. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And two of my lines were about being sick. I mean, the Ainsford Hills are very concerned about yes. influenza yes. and pneumonia. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Which Is are very show? fun words to say. That show's three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking sixties. Yeah. But fabulous. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like, it is a great it is a great musical. Yes. Um, yes. and it's. I mean, like a little Stockholm syndrome. Well, no, you know, but I mean, that's yes. what the 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 Bernard Shaw play was. So it was yes. like very much. And Ellen Denny, who played Eliza, was mm-hmm. beautiful. She her choices. Mm-hmm. So she played it strong enough that mm-hmm. it wasn't. Like when she finally when she finally sings that song at the end, yeah. and she's like, "It it was easier to see his hurt." Oh, right, right, right. Um, yeah. David Lation played Higgins, and he 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 was beautiful with his choices because mm. he made some really neat hurt choices. Yeah, and so it was easier to like him I guess, huh. because you hate him. Well, he's easy, You're really easy to, to hate. He's really yes. easy, and it's yes. hard in that musical to feel the sympathy that you kind of need to feel for him at a certain point. And why she goes back. Because it's really, I mean, at a certain point, because I think that 
it's about her. Yeah. But I because it's like written by dudes, I think they focus a lot yeah. more on him. And it's not about the romance. There no. is no romance. No, exactly. Right? It's about a partnership and a yeah. friendship and a mutual respect. And, yeah. 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 It's yeah. Weird. Did you know that, that when they were doing that, Rex, Har- Rex Harrison, when in rehearsal, refused to read like the lines from their script and he would only read like the Bernard Shaw script <gasps> lines? Oh, my God. Like, fuck. Like, he didn't want to do a musical. That's... He was like... Well... Like, dick move shit right there. <laughs> but, you know... You know... Yeah. Rex <laughs> well, you know, he got to do whatever he wanted. I yes. mean, he played that role for forever. You know, yes. he was the definitive yes. non-singing like singer. Be more like a man. I know. Yeah, I, I have such difficulty <laughs> because you know when I was a, when I was a kid listening to movie soundtracks or, or musical yes. soundtracks, like his delivery of all of those numbers is burned into my yes. mind. Like yes. I cannot picture. And their what, actual notes are written on. The pitch. Right. There are, there are actual songs. It's not just like little X's. No, like, yes. but I've never heard it sung because I've only ever, like, in my mind, I only know him speaking it. And I think people are expecting the speak sing. Yeah, They're yeah, not yeah. expecting notes. No. Right? No. Well, that's yeah. because we all, that's like anybody who knows that show, that's really all we know. Yeah. 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 Um, Fascinating. And then you went from that into Beauty and the Beauty Beast. Beauty and the Beast. And you were playing. Uh, Madame de la Grande Bouche. <laughs> yeah. uh, former opera singer uh-huh. uh, turned wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Um, she was. I was waiting all summer for her. She was. A <laughs> uh, she was an amalgamation of. Uh, she was a little bit Dora Bailey, but she was mostly um, Sister Mary Patrick. Okay, from Sister Act, like she, she, the champagne <laughs> bubbles and. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, yeah, it was a lot of ridiculousness. Yeah. And I got to be I got to be pretty sassy in my five foot wide costume. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> well, that's quite the that's quite the costume you got. Five feet like, wide. Uh... Five feet wide. Be- uh-huh. Weighed about I think thirty thirty five pounds. Jeez. Uh, metal and <laughs> uh, wood cage, and my panniers opened. So when I'm when I say you know um, no. Uh, would you like to borrow one of my gowns? Let's see what I've got in my drawers. <laughs> and then I would open, you know, my pannier and she would pull out the underwear. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the other side, like it was kind of ridiculous. Yeah. And Carrie Gage uh, choreographed mm. it and was fantastic. Mm. And during um, our, you know, be our guest, uh, she had me come out and do pa- uh, paddle turns. Mm-hmm. Like a five foot wide wardrobe coming out and doing paddle turns like for days. It was kind of brilliant. Nice. Told nice. my mom I had a dance solo. <laughs> <laughs> that theater um, in Port Hope has struck me as beautiful. I haven't seen the inside, oh, but it's, it's got one of it's got that just from the outside. You can tell it's like this is one of those old vaudeville roadhouse type yeah. places. It used to be a movie theater. Yeah, um, it is haunted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two ghosts. Oh shit. Yeah, um, a male and a female. Mm-hmm. Uh, they only know that based on the sounds of the. Of the footsteps mm-hmm. when they walk, um, the woman is wearing high heels. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of great ghost stories mm-hmm. that we heard this summer, which is nice. Am- I'm obsessed. Well, like, I mean, I'm so obsessed. We always hear about the theater ghost, right? Yeah. And so, like, to be in a theater where there's like, and there is no ghost light. The Capitol doesn't put up a ghost light. What? I know. 
fascinating. I guess they're just trying not to encourage them or something. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> um, but they also have uh, a whole bunch of twinkle lights on the ceiling. Mm-hmm. The ceiling is uh, painted like a sky, and there's mm-hmm. twinkle lights that are actual constellations. Yeah. The inside of the theater is, is like a castle. It's wow. really beautiful. Yeah. And they brought in an actual castle. Hmm. Um, to use as the set with stairs and everything and wow. platforms and wow. it was pretty pretty great. I find like I've been in a bunch of different small towns around yeah. Ontario and, and other places yeah. and there's always like this yeah. one old beautiful theater whether it was yeah. a movie theater or a vaudeville house like these remnants of like the 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 vaudeville circuits that gave us like these gorgeous theaters are still yeah. there. Like you just like walk into this little town, but there's this gorgeous theater. Yeah, yeah. And the the capital is it's beautiful. Mm. Um, did you see it? Have you seen it? I haven't seen it yet. Ooh! No, no. Uh, it was filmed in Prado. Oh, was and uh, the capital is really nicely featured. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Which is pretty great. <laughs> it's easy to not be as afraid. When you're like, oh, that's where I buy my pastries. Yes, 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 yes. It's it's hard to be afraid of the the movie when (laughs) you're like, I know where that is. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you did did a couple of of seasons in uh, Calgary? Uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Right. So I did Sister Act, Mm -hmm. which was, um, I think, to date, one of my favorite characters that I've ever played. Yeah. And I didn't get enough time with her. Like, you know, Mm. when you have to say goodbye to a character, I still mourn. Her. Was it a short run? A fairly short run, like three and a half weeks. Oh, that's hardly yeah. hardly enough time. Yeah. I mean, mm. the theater is ginormous. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah. a 2,300 seat theater. Is that outdoor theater? Ish. Yeah. There's sort of a dome lid and then it's like open on the side. Huh. So the sound is challenging yeah. because it's a dome. Yeah. But also the outside is open. So the huh. sound is going in. So relearning sort of how to enunciate because with rainbow you have to do shadow vowels, which goes against... Oh. everything you've ever learned so huh. in uh, say for example uh, like um like sister act right like raise your voice raise your voice um with rainbow it would be raise your voice oh let okay. your freak okay. flag fly or whatever from yeah, yeah, shrek yeah, yeah. which is the other show i did yeah um let's just amalgamate two songs yeah song. um did you have to be mic for that too yeah oh. mic yeah. yeah, which is of course another challenge for yeah. the sound person. It's it's a huge sound hmm. uh, challenge, but a very fulfilling yeah. show because it's you start the show in the daytime. Basically, it's eight o'clock. Right, PM. you right. can see the audience. Oh shit! But think of the challenge for the lighting tech because they it, during tech week they they don't just tech for nighttime dark they also tech for daytime and right. they have to switch it depending on when the sun goes down so these amazing light techs are able to make it look like it's nighttime on stage when it's light out huh. which is fascinating but you can see all of the faces wow when you start the show and then they've and they've got the passarella which is which goes out into the audience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is glorious wow yeah wow glorious. <clears throat> so sister act and then the following summer i got invited back to go to um shrek nice yeah nice yeah play, did you play a couple of roles in shrek or just... um i did mama yeah. ogre so mm-hmm. i was shrek's mom mm-hmm. at the top of the show when she sends him away on his seventh birthday um t- to go and be an ogre in the world yeah um and then i had three and a half minutes to change into uh pig number one um <laughs> which was 
like I think the quickest quick change, like three and a half minutes, yeah, sounds yeah. like a lifetime. Considering that, um, oh God, Kelly O'Hara did her change in King and I. I think it was like eighty-five seconds or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. her quick change was super fast in um, King and I. Yeah, so three and a half minutes sounds like a long time, but I was full green. Yeah, yeah, I was full green and like combat boots, and I had to. So you know you. you you have technique, right? Mm-hmm. Donna was my yeah. dancer, and you, as I'm coming off stage, I am like taking off my gloves and stepping out of my boots, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, she's unzipping my dress, and I'm taking off the wig, and then I'm getting the green. So it was the same eye makeup and the same lipstick. Okay. From pig to, or from Mama Ogre into pig, mm-hmm. and I just had to base, 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 and then pink, 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 which I was doing, and then wig as Donna was like putting on my hoofs and. Zipping me up into what I lovingly call the foam-lined snowsuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was the pig? It's they're, they're ginormous. Of right? course, like the yeah. Pigs in Shrek are ginormous in German. We are standing right here, like super. <laughs> it's just it's one of those like the the whole quick change thing is like one of those like theater. Yes. Like when it when you see it the way that it works. Yes. Like they had uh, at the Tony Awards when that quick change happened for uh, the King and I. Yes, yes. They had like a backstage camera. Yes, you could like yes. see that change. Glorious. And it, it like those kinds of things. Also, there's a couple of or, uh, opera companies that will yeah. will let you watch the chorus yes. do complete changes, and it's just like the science of it and yes. the mechanics of it are just fascinating. Thousand Island Playhouse just did a backstage camera for a quick change um, for a show that they just did. Oh, I can't remember the name of the show. Um, where he's changing from a man into a woman. Yeah. Full, like pearls and stockings mm-hmm. and the whole deal. As like, and it was, it's like a minute or something. Like, it's so crazy. Yeah. It can just make me invigorated and stress me out well they they, oh, they the should because they're yes. like that's a it's a tightrope where everything yes. and you have yes. to practice that shit so yes. much like i remember working um years ago as an usher at the royal alexandra during during the Miz, mm. and you know you would it, the more you watch the show the more you yeah. sort of see the seams of it yeah. And so as an usher watching, like, that person goes off and, and then they come back on as a mm-hmm. completely different character in a different makeup and a different yes. costume. And you realize yes. how quickly they went off and yes. came back. And just, like... Well, and Shrek is the queen of... Uh, queen. The master of mm-hmm. quick changes because of Fiona. Oh, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. she's going from full ogre mm-hmm. into princess Fiona. Right, right. In seconds. Mm. One of the changes for that show was... Um, was particularly glorious to watch because they built a shed that was completely open concept so uh do you do you remember shrek the musical i don't sort of ish yeah, sort of you watched it i haven't netflix? watched it no oh you need to watch is it, it on netflix yes okay and it's okay. so great okay um shrek the musical everybody needs to watch it it's brilliant uh because sutton foster is oh shit yeah glorious yeah um so it's like uh, i think it's the second night where where they camp in the cave where she's uh, no, she's in the house where Shrek overhears her talking about like who could ever love an ogre, mm-hmm. sort of, yeah. and he assumes that she's talking about him mm-hmm. when she's talking to Donkey. Um, but that shed that they built was completely open concept, and it was on a revolve. So they had sort of from the time that she went into the shed, had the conversation with Donkey, and then it would turn, and it was all open for her to oh. change. From full ogre into Princess Fiona. Wow. And it was like seconds. 
glorious. Wow. Glorious. That kind of stuff is really exhilarating to watch. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, um, I remember the first time I watched uh, Into the Woods and the witch transformation. Yes. yes. Which, in in the, vid- the the filmed version, you kind of see the background. Because yes. there's like somebody going out, going across the screen and you're like, oh, it's the double. But like, yeah. but like, w- like on stage, it just would have been like so quick. Um, and you wouldn't have even seen it. <laughs> My favorite quick change also to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, during Shrek, there was like the, she does this like flute solo mm-hmm. Pied Piper rat situation. And the, all the tap dancers have rats on their tap shoes. Okay. And they're tapping. And the curtain is uh, up about, well, I don't know, like, like a, f- I don't know. How yeah. many feet is that? Uh, like, it's like a foot and, foot and a half, half two yeah, feet. Um, so that it's all just the rats yeah. tapping. Uh-huh. And then the curtain comes down and then goes back up and they're full rats. So they're all like in full tuxedos. So they had to take off. They had to all rip off all of their rat shoes mm-hmm. and throw them. And there was four dressers running from one side of the stage to the other side of the stage with laundry hampers, <laughs> picking up the rats ah. and catching the rats. Jesus. It was my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every, yeah. every night watching uh, on my side of the stage, it was Allie and Leslie. Uh-huh. Leslie every night would be like, <laughs> and, and Allie every night was like, yes. Like it was like it was my favorite. I, I like I used to get into the wings specifically to watch all the rats being thrown thrown askew because it was my favorite. I love nice. I love that. Nice. See, that's theater magic. Yeah, that, that makes is me theater really magic. Happy. It's the, it's like um, in the Book of Mormon when yeah. they suddenly appear in their their pink uh, vests. Yes, and theater the first magic. time you see it, you're like, what the fuck? Yes. And then you, and later on, you, if you see it again, you might you might catch it, but. Like the first time when it just happens and it just blows your mind. It is yeah. like those lights were out for just a second. Yes. You know? Brilliant. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have a little bit of an obsession with going on YouTube and watching Quick Change Fails. <laughs> um, <laughs> my current favorite is I can't, I don't even know what production it is of Frozen that's happening right now. Uh-huh. And there's a girl singing Let It Go. Uh-huh. And sh- the lights go down and then come up too soon. And then her thing gets stuck and she's literally. <clears throat> Like mm. pulling, like it's like. Is that the 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 like the previews that are happening in DC right now? I don't the, think okay. so. Okay. I think okay. those yeah. that quick change is beautiful. Have you watched that? No, I haven't watched that yet. No. <gasps> yeah. She sort of steps back, and the 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 curtain comes up, and then it's her ice palace. Uh-huh. And then just as she gets to the the part of the song where her dress would have changed, her other dress literally just goes and goes into some sort of pocket of the stage somewhere. <laughs> It's pretty, am- pretty I've amazing. Watched it. I've watched it a uh, few times. No, this is like from some theme. Oh, it's like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Tokyo Disney. I don't okay. even know. But it's like, it's a, it's a hardcore favorite. Yeah. It's like, it's been my new favorite one. <laughs> it's like watching um, somebody introduce me to the Peter Pan flying fails. Oh, geez. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Phil. I can't, like, I'm crying. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> like some of them, like. Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. Uh, like flying into the wall. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Anyway, I um and like, how's your voice been since? Because you know, I mean, years ago we talked yes. about your uh, your your thyroid cancer, yes. and uh, you had that removed, and yes. you had your big uh, farewell to my voice party, yes. Yes. and then found out 
Because you expected that you would never sing again. Yes. I was given a, an extraordinarily high percentage that yeah. I would never sing again ever. Yeah. Um, it was 10 I remember weeks. how devastated you were oh, about it was, that. Like, I, you horrifying. didn't know what you were going to do. Maybe the scariest year of my life. Yeah. 2012. Mm. Um, August 24th uh, was the date of my surgery. And it was scary. It was a scary time. It was 10 weeks post-surgery that I finally got my full voice back. And it was like working. I wasn't allowed to even hum a note for two weeks post-surgery. Wow. That must have been like like, torture because you just want to know, right? Well, and you know me, right? Yeah. I just randomly sing. How do you not sing? I just randomly sing. Yeah. Like random words. I'm going to the laundromat. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, it was two weeks of that, Mm -hmm. of like not even being allowed to really hum or Mm -hmm. just barely even talk. And then I started slow. I, okay. So uh, did I tell you about the woman in Vegas? Did I tell you about this whole story? I don't know. Oh, so Katie, bless her, my best friend, um, was, um, really amazing. And Mm -hmm. she went on a quest online because I kept going online and typing in thyroid cancer uh, singers and everything was coming back I never sang again it right. was all nightmares you're, you're gonna die like it, you, the, like WebMD right? yeah, 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 yeah. my baby toe hurts you have cancer yeah, yeah. Um, it was all devastating mm-hmm. stuff so she went on a quest for positive right things. and she found a woman in Vegas mm-hmm. who was playing Christine who got diagnosed with thyroid cancer and mm-hmm. was back on stage playing Christine two months post-surgery fuck so I wrote her an email mm-hmm. and she wrote back. I still mm-hmm. have it. I yeah. have it saved. Um, cause her response was really, really amazing. It was like singing is not who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a, a hard thing to realize. Yeah. 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 It is such a huge part of who I am. Yeah. It's literally the only thing I've ever wanted to do with my life mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. Um, how many people can say that about their passions? No, right? it's true. Like, yeah. Um, and it, I was in a really bad place when I got diagnosed. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to have to shut down Facebook because looking at other people's rehearsal pictures mm. and opening night pictures yeah. and costume pictures is pretty much like I'm, I'm probably not going to survive. Like I'm probably mm. going to sort of have to not be on this planet. Mm. Like it was, it was not a great place no. to be. Yeah. Um, and so for the first two weeks, no singing, no nothing, not even humming. And then I started slow using the um, vocal warm-ups that this girl from Vegas told me about. She said, right. start, start easy, hums only, don't use any vowels, mm. like no open mouth stuff. Um, and it was hard. I had one note, <laughs> one note, and then I had three, and then I had five. Mm. Like it was a slow process. And then I had, I, I remember when I had a full octave, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I have eight notes. I can do a lot with eight yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah. Like we, this is great. Yeah. I can do a lot with eight. Um, and then it was, you know, 12 mm-hmm. it was two octaves. And then it was, and then it was three. And then I, it was stronger than it was before. And I, it was freer because I didn't have a nine, centimeter tumor wrapped yeah. around my vocal cords like huh. I knew that that would complicate me. Well, well I mean you don't I know what you don't know again. right yeah yeah um and it was stronger and clearer and better than it was before hmm. I can randomly belt to an F now which I could never do before hmm. um I lost a couple of notes in my upper register like I lost some of my soprano I can't really do much above a C sharp mm-hmm. um 
I'm not stressed out about it. Your voice is still like fucking powerful, though. Like, because I um, saw you in that in at Fringe last year, and uh, the Alien musical, the Alien musical, yeah. And um, opening number, everybody else has these little voices, and then your voice. And I was like, well, there's they heard that one in the back. (laughs) Like, your voice is so huge, and I'm so glad that you didn't lose it. You were called my voice gut punchingly beautiful. Which I think is the that strangest is compliment and you, maybe the best thing you I've ever need done. to get that like on a t-shirt or <laughs> yes. something. Like that's the kind of quote that you need. Like <laughs> that's, that's got to go on all your posters. Yes. I'm surprised you don't have it on your website. Like probably like, should. You probably should. Yeah, like probably should. Just like create a little logo. It says her <laughs> voice is gut punchingly beautiful. Yes. Get that on there. Cause yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you. And, uh, and it, so like it's still, it's still amazing. Yeah. 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 And uh, at one point you were talking about like maybe trying to do some kind of like one woman show about that time or are you yeah. done? Or is that you know, behind I've, you now? I've gone back to it. I, mm-hmm. I started writing the show, um, realized it was more of a narration than it mm-hmm. was a play. So I left it for a little bit and I have gone back to it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with my therapist's um, encouragement. Yeah. I have gone back to it. And it's interesting to revisit a time that was mm. so confusing and um blurry in my brain like i remember a lot of things very clearly and Mm. i don't remember a lot of things at all have you talked to other people about the Um, things you don't remember i haven't i do have like the recordings okay was really smart and she said like when you go in for your appointments with the surgeon and everything record everything because he'll say things like you're never going to sing again Mm -hmm. and that's all you're going to hear right and you're not going to hear everything else that he says so go back and Mm -hmm. listen so i've gone back and re-listened to a couple of those recordings which is interesting yeah of course now yeah 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 back it's it's very interesting to go back and listen to those recordings Mm. um yeah and to reread what i had written which was when it was all very clear of course yeah yeah Um, so some stuff has changed some stuff has and it's evolving is still something that you think you want to do because i think at one point we talked and and you were like i don't want to go through that again i don't want to relive that yeah i don't know i don't know like yeah. I sort of I I have a moment every every August every August twenty fourth mm-hmm, I have sort mm-hmm. of a happy cancerversary you know mm-hmm. five years yeah um a lot of people aren't that lucky no it's true yeah. um I mean they say if you're gonna get cancer thyroid cancer is the one to get because it's the only one that uses the word cure um, right but like my doctors <clears throat> can't even use the term cancer free right. They haven't even used the word remission. My numbers are still sort of where they are, and Uh. that's fine. I go in and I see my endo every four months, Mm. question mark. We're constantly doing blood work. We're constantly checking everything. Are they... So they're like it's still like you know, they're not like cu- cured in air quotes? Yeah, like I am. Uh. Like air quote. Yeah. Cured. Huh. Yeah. I don't have to have any more surgery or radiation, okay. which mm. is great. That's amazing. Right. That's Right. I remember when I you were, tumors. I remember, I remember your, uh, your radioactive pill. That, oh, that, that was like was the like, best. I, yeah. I mean, you were, you were the one, you were the quote that yeah. I have used consistently over the last five years. Um, that said you were going to confuse every single medical professional that you come in contact with. Uh-huh. Um, 
because I'm sarcastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like when I met my radiation doctor yeah. and there was an intern in the room and he was, I don't even, I'm, this is awful to say, he was very old. Yes. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, he's, you know, and you're going to do this and it's going to be this and you're going to do this. And I said, I said, like, is it possible to get locked in a room like with an angry plant or like with a, with a horde of awful spiders mm-hmm. or some, and the intern, I can see him sort of like start to chuckle because he knows what I'm getting at. And the radiation doctor is like, uh, no, there's no plants in the room. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then, you know, and then I get there, I get to this, you know, lead lined room that I had to be locked mm-hmm. in for three days. And, yeah. Um, the nurses don't really understand my humor. <laughs> um, I get to the room and the, the woman, the woman that's going to be handing me my radioactive pill, you know, she's going through the thing and she's saying, yeah, I'm going to bring you a canister and I'm going to open the canister and pull out a second canister. And then I'm going to open that second canister. And then you're going to reach in and you're going to grab the third canister and you're going to open it up and you're going to take the pill. Do not touch the pill. And I said, I'm not allowed to touch the pill that's going into my mouth hole. <laughs> and she said, you're not allowed to touch the pill that's going in your mouth hole. And I said, okay, don't touch the pill. Great. And then I'm going to swallow the pill. She said, I'm going to leave the room and you're going to swallow the pill. And then I'm going to come back in five minutes with a, like, I don't even know, like Geiger counter. She stood at the door and she was like, stand over there and I'm going to test your radiation levels. <laughs> and I was like, amazing. So she went away and put on these big gloves yeah. and came back with the canister and she opens the canister and I said, Oh, wait, wait, wait. Did you bring the canister that said teleportation? <laughs> and she paused and like, not even, not even a glance of like, not even a smirk. She said, you don't get to choose your superpower. And I was like... I love that woman. I love that woman. Finally! Yeah. Yes. Finally, yeah, 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 I yeah, got yeah, yeah. a woman who gets me. Right? <laughs> and then Katie was coming and taking pictures of me from across the hallway where I was holding up signs. I made signs that was like... I. I haven't noticed anything yet. I'm still waiting. And like one of the nurses kept coming in and she was like, anything? And I'm like, I'm not having croissant in Paris right now. So no, no teleportation skills. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think my superpower is finding good parking spots. Like, and I know that's not like the best superpower to have ever, but it's really not a good superpower. (laughs) If Um, you don't have a car in Toronto. Yes. Especially if you don't have a car in Toronto. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah. you know, I suppose if you're <laughs> with somebody who has a car and they need a parking spot, yeah, like, like, then that like, works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever watched Misfits? Uh, I watched some of Mis- Misfits. I never okay. got through the whole. I got through most of it. That's but. like some people have the most random of yeah, superpowers. Yeah. And I liked that because yeah. that's how I felt. <laughs> it's just like I've got the lame superpower. <laughs> I've got yeah. the, like the lamest yeah. superpower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the past few years, yes, you've been doing more professional theater. Yes, and so it was post cancer that I, um, when I could sing again, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, this is obviously what I'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. in my life mm-hmm. in a fate kismety type. Yeah, um, if you believe in that sort of thing, yeah. uh, this is what I am meant to be doing with my mm-hmm. life. Um, so I fought. I fought pretty hard. I got signed with um, Townhouse, which mm-hmm. is the largest and best talent agency in all of North America. Uh Um, And um, having a full team Uh behind you is 
completely different. Mm. Um, the agent I was with before was amazing and delightful, but mostly based in film and television, right. um, which is not where I want to be. I want to yeah. be singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I've been able to get seen by yeah. a lot more people than I, than I would have yeah. if I'd stayed with mm. the I think, agent. I think a lot of agents are thinking more of like, if you told me you just want to do theater, I don't think they're that interested. Yeah. yeah. Because they're not going to make a lot of money from you, yeah. they think. And I've been able to like do things that I didn't even think were a possibility. I got, mm. I've been doing that cartoon like 10 seasons of Fireman Sam doing animation. I got to tell you, like, I want to do that. I want to go to a <laughs> small room in my pajamas and make funny voices. You know, uh, there are people who do that like in like their living rooms. They have a little studio and they can like Shut the bang out their their voiceover like in their home that sounds terrible slash amazing i want to do that both like yeah you still can do it in your pajamas i want to do books on tape that's what i want to do Mm. how great would that be that'd be pretty awesome right as long as it's a good book like a lot of um like uh what are they called places that oh god publishing houses use your words publishing houses um like they hire the author or like famous people not always there are people who do who do like voiceover like who just do like random because not every author is going to be a good reader truth you know not everybody can be as good a reader as neil gaiman is of his own stuff Uh, accurate and many people who write just <laughs> terrible readers. I mean, fair. You know, and not everybody's going to rate a celebrity voice as the voice of their book. Right, so right. there's plenty of work out there. All right. Well, I'm just telling you. I think that should be a thing. Yeah, absolutely. It should be a thing. <laughs> as long as there's still a market for audiobooks. Uh, Audible's still sponsoring podcasts. Not this one. Um, but, you know, I mean, if they were to... Holla. Audible. They're going to offer me money. I... Probably say, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd say yes. Audible. <laughs> audible. Which, audible, way, audible, audible. By the way, um, I don't know if I mentioned this because you're like, your episode, this is going to, like, milestone. Um, this is, you're, you're going to be the 100th episode Stop. of this podcast. High five. Yep. So, um, Audible. Audible. Episodes. Um, but, <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, but back to the thing, like, yeah. uh, Fireman Sam is, like, you've been doing it five years? Um, who? So. How long have I been doing Fireman Sam? Um, I think I booked that in 2014. Mm. And that was uh, originally a Welsh a Welsh. Yes, show? it's apparently been on the air for a kajillion years. Mm. It used to be Claymation. Right. Um, and then they switched over to Animation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's in Wales. Yeah. And um, it's very famous over in the UK. Mm-hmm. And then they tried to sell it. I believe what happened is they tried to sell it to America. Uh-huh. And the accents were pretty hard to understand as well. well. Like Welsh. Welsh. They make a three act play out of every of course. single word. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, so th- we have been redubbing randomly, came to Canada to mm-hmm. um, redub the animation from Wales to US. Mm hmm. And so it's on uh, Amazon Prime in yeah. the United States of America. But we've done 10 seasons. That's incredible. Dilla's Price, they've given me a lot of freedom with her, which I love. Yeah. Uh, she's sort of a scatterbrained, and her son, Norman, is a little bit of a nitwit. Uh-huh. He lights a lot of things on fire. 
I mean, the funny thing about uh, the Pontypandy is the name of the town. Um, they don't have an insurance adjuster, and they use the entire town's resources to fight, uh, like a small restaurant fire or <laughs> like helicopters come and well, like, you know, it's like you know, cartoons. <laughs> Fireman fire Sam yeah. is, uh, yeah, he's the man that saves the day. He is amazing. Uh, you know, cartoons don't yeah. have to worry about insurance adjusters and yeah. things like that. Okay. <laughs> bring in the whole like the town can bankrupt itself this week because next week did it, last week didn't happen. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so Norman Price is my son, and he's a he's a nitwit. He mm. he lights a lot of things on fire. He's mm. constantly getting in trouble. <laughs> yes. So I spend a lot of time yelling at him and, and gasping. You know, clutching my pearls. <gasps> And they've given you, like you were saying, they've given you a lot of freedom. Yes, we've made her a little sing-songy, mm. which is kind of fun. But the original, she was not? Um, she's not as sing-songy as I am. Mm-hmm. I definitely made her, I definitely gave her a little bit more craziness, mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. which is amazing. That's great. Yes. When, um, you mentioned earlier, you mentioned the, speaking of sing-songy, you mentioned yes. uh, the panto that you did. Oh, Snow yes. White that you did uh, with, with Drayton. I got to be a villain for the first time in my life. Because you, you were an incredible villain. Um, Thank you. And uh, you made a real meal out of that character. And I oh. think that everybody, I think everybody in the audience that I was in was like <laughs> loving the heck out of you. <laughs> it wasn't like... Like, I think everybody's like booing the villain, but it was so much fun because, you know, it was really great. Um, David Connolly, the director, um, told me that I needed to find my villain laugh. mm -hmm. So we workshopped a couple of different laughs before we came to that one, Mm -hmm. um, which uh, people still ask me about. (laughs) People that came to see it or when they're like, oh, my God, you did that panto. And I saw that panto and that laugh, Um, which is hysterical to me because uh, because it was such a. It was a journey to finding her laugh. And Were her you doing that before? Like, did they tell you before you went into rehearsal? Or was it part of the rehearsal? It process was part of the to, rehearsal to process. find your laugh. Yeah, I had. Um, so with thyroid cancer, mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you know what your thyroid does. Do you know what your thyroid? Does? I don't actually. So your thyroid regulates your anxiety level. Mm-hmm. It regulates your metabolism and it regulates your fatigue level. Mm-hmm. So I am on. Um, synthetics Mm -hmm. that um, help me to regulate but they're not actual thyroid because Mm -hmm. actual thyroid is bad for people who have no thyroid random Um, which is why I can't take like weight loss supplements because they have a lot of powdered thyroid in them Um, and it turns out if the level of pill that you're on is too high um, your anxiety level is through the roof so I have been experiencing panic attacks that I had never experienced before anxiety attacks at 40 is like a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you've yeah. never had to sort of deal with them before. And I had a debilitating um, anxiety attack right before we opened. And I, um, fascinating to me now looking mm-hmm. back on it. Yeah. But that whole rehearsal process, um, Drayton puts up entire musicals in 14 days, Shit, which fuck. is glorious, but it's also extremely intensive. Yeah. And um, I had sort of, this was my first big, massive show. Mm-hmm. I was getting my equity card. Yeah. Um, I had a lead. I, I was, I was being a villain, which I had never been before. Yeah. And I had sort of that, um, I'm not good enough. They made a mistake. They should have oh, cast me. Yeah. Um, like, like hiding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> hiding and crying in the dressing room. And, um, the girl playing Snow White came into the dressing room and she was like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay. And so she went to go get my friend Eric, 
bless who came into the dressing room and he was like, okay, I'm going to drive you home. And then tomorrow morning, tomorrow's rehearsal doesn't start until noon. I'm going to come and get you at nine Uh and we're going to go somewhere and we're going to sit and we're just going to drill all of your scenes. We're just going to go through Uh them just slowly one by one. Uh We're just going to do them all. And Uh it was amazing. And I went home and called Katie, my best friend, and she sort of talked me through how to come down and how to yeah. just like self-care. And huh. so now when I have an anxiety attack, I know exactly what's happening. I can feel it. Yeah. The palpitations and the sweat and the nausea hmm. and the hamster wheel of shit. Which that's, is what I call this. that's really difficult if, if like it's never happened before. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even know how to identify it. Which is well, You know, when, when mo- a lot of people, when they have an anxiety attack the first time, they think they're having a heart attack. Or something like that. People yeah. end up like in like going to the hospital. Well, it was an anxiety attack that brought me to the hospital in the first place, which was what led to me getting diagnosed with thyroid cancer. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, because I know that you'd been putting it off. Like your doctor had been like, your thyroid's a little enlarged. You should go to the. I can actually physically see your thyroid. Maybe yeah. you should go get this thing. And I was and like, that was no, for years. Whatever. You were it was two years. Yeah. Two years mm-hmm. ignoring. A- what turned out to be a tumor. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. it's just a swollen lymph node. It's not a big deal. Now, because I take the synthetics, <laughs> so ridiculous. Because yeah. I take the synthetics, most days my body's like, cool, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, every now and then my body's like, no, that was a fake pill. Jig is up. So those days are like low mm. energy. Those mm. days are not good days. Well, there was a, a pair, like, right after the surgery. Did they put you on the on the pills right after? No, no. I was on zero pills for yeah. two months because I couldn't have any thyroid in my system at all when I went into radiation. Oh, shit, right. Yeah. So, like, I was a blob. I think I was sleeping 23 hours a day. Well, yeah. Looking at a salad and gaining eight pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 That's crazy. I don't even need to eat the burger. I'll just pretend I ate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but but still like, and then they have to start you really low so i was oh, on shit. like so like it's like 0.25 now at the time i was working at the foggy do and they were brilliant about it yeah. like i was sort of when i would got, get to the point of my shift where i was done mm-hmm. and i mean like i have to go now yeah um they were like okay great and they would they had sort of a contingency plan somebody would stay in clothes they mm-hmm. were scheduling me on early shifts instead of on closes and i was just sort of easing back into mm-hmm. it um which was really difficult but everybody yeah. was really amazing that's about good it, which is great that's good yeah, yeah. so and i i mean not that i've been working consistently but i finally got my equity card but i mean it, it rare is the actor that's working consistently accurate you know? accurate and that's one of the and things this industry that... in toronto is really hard well, I mean, when there's one big producer in town and everybody else is indie, yeah. what are you supposed to do? Yeah. I mean, Drayton, they are the largest producer mm-hmm. of musical theater in yeah. Ontario. And their contracts, I think they go from like, I think it's like February through December. Mm-hmm. Like it's, yeah. it's quite a long, that's it's a all long, year round. Yeah, that's pretty long. Which is amazing. That's Like what do they do? 15 shows a year? 16 yeah. shows a year? That's amazing. Yeah. But I mean, in in Toronto itself, there's just Marvish. Really? Um, yes. The acting up. Oh God, it's not acting up stage. Is it the musical stage? Musical stage company. Yeah. Yes. Um, they uh, there. It looks like mm-hmm. it's going to be. It looks like it's going to be great. That's good. Yeah. 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 Because we're like, as far as musicals go, there's like not that many that are doing professional, no professional musicals in no. the city, and that's a problem. Who's producing Greece? I don't know. Starbucks? Starbucks. Starbucks, okay. Uh, 
Eh, maybe. Well, Seems... the three leads are Americans. Oh, fuck. Uh, maybe it's... Nothing Fox. against uh, the Americans. Yeah. But it's still like, you know, we, we have a dearth of of theater competition. And um, how many actors? 380,000? A million. A million actors in the city. Um, <laughs> half of... Probably three quarters of which are all wanted to do a musical. Yes. Um, yes. So... You know, that's yes. why everybody's doing indie and everybody's hoping to, you know, yeah. they're, that's why Fringe is insane because everybody wants to have the next Kim's Convenience of or course. whatever, you know? Yeah. Or the next so. Drowsy. Or the next Drowsy Chaperone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's so, crazy. Yeah. The fact that, the fact that, like, I do, I do feel like Fringe in Toronto has a, an identity problem where that, cause that's our focus. Yeah. So what's going to be the next big show instead of like, yeah. let's check out these, Let's let people experiment and like yeah. things like that, you know. How much fringe did you get to this year? Oh, almost none. Oh, almost bummer. none. I got to see maybe two shows oh, this bummer. year. Uh, I was in the middle of a breakup and a move, so I didn't. No, it fair. was not. It was like not the right timing. Yeah, but you know, usually I like. I mean, I had a media pass that I didn't use. because oh, it was just like I just couldn't. Yeah. So. Um, I actually managed to get to five shows this year. Five shows? What? Five? That's pretty incredible. I mean, I'm not Derek Chua or anything, but... Who is? <laughs> zero just, people. Just Derek Chua? He is... <coughs> I don't know how don't he does it, because if I see more machine. than three shows in a day, I can't remember... Like, if I go to he four shows a in a day, machine. I can't remember the fourth. I don't know he anything. He has a time machine. He has to. Yes. He has to. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes over and sees shows at the Hamilton Fringe, because I remember he yes. came to see mine. Like, he's like... Yeah. A machine, you know. He has a time machine. Yeah, I'm has pretty to. convinced. Yeah, yeah. But uh, and then he, still, he makes time to go to Statler's, like on Monday yeah. nights. Is, is he like a regular at Statler's? Uh, yeah, he yeah. comes pretty regularly, mm. which is which is kind of great. He's just a guy who likes theater. I love that. Yeah, yeah. We need more of those. Accurate. Yeah. Accurate. Yeah. Did you host Statler's when you came back? I did. Like last you, week, like you came in into town. You came back and I and literally you, finished my contract. Had an audition Monday morning, so I finished my contract <laughs> Sunday afternoon. Um, had an audition Monday, uh-huh. um, and Jenny Walls asked me to host Statler's on Monday night, mm-hmm. so I hosted Monday night. Crazy. <laughs> what What does hosting uh, at Statler's entail? Um, and then this is this is Statler's like come in and sing. It's night, Monday it? night musical theater open mic. Yeah. So anybody can sing. There's mm-hmm. always a sign up sheet. Yeah. Um, there is a piano player, Donovan Lenabit, and um, Jamie Bird plays the drummy cajon. Ca- Cajon thing? Okay. You know the fun drum box? Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. What is that called? Okay. I don't know. But... I think it's called a cajon. Okay. Cajon. Um, and uh, so he plays that and then mm-hmm. you host. So it's usually like two or three songs. Mm-hmm. And then um, you open up the list and whoever signs up, signs up. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you, yeah, there's a little intermission. You know, you do a little like, how was your summer? Cha-cha, what's your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever yeah. sung here before? <laughs> you know, Crazy. we just toast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jenny's like a pro at it. She's yeah, yeah, yeah. I think five years now. Well, she she Six hosted years, the years? Christmas concert for years. Confidential last year. Yes. Before? Yes, she did. Yeah. 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 yeah she's great. She's yeah. a fantastic hostess. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. But I think that we are about out of time. But uh-huh. this is well, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for for being my one hundredth guest. Thanks for having me on as your one hundredth guest. <laughs> High five, one hundred. Yeah. Oh, that was a much better. Hug. That was a really good one. <laughs>